0: Welcome to Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, God is one. Amen. The end is near. That's what the sign says carried by the first man in the cartoon. But right behind him is another man carrying a sign that says, this will never end and saying to the first guy, your optimism disgusts me. (laughs) Two attitudes toward life in this world. The worry that all this could be over at any second, and the somewhat dry wish that it just would be already. And these aren't the attitudes of the religious versus the secular, or even the holy versus the unholy. St. Paul himself admits in his epistle to the Philippians that part of him wishes he could just depart this life sooner rather than later, uh, mostly so that he can be with the Lord in heaven, but also, as he hints, because to be here means to suffer more. But he says he's absolutely willing to do that because he has a calling, a sense of purpose, and above all, genuine love for those that he's serving. That doesn't make his desire to depart any less real. There's an Orthodox podcaster who I'm social media friends with at a distance, and his perspective on many things over the years has helped me. In a podcast essay he did several years ago, he said, "'I recall somewhere around my junior high years, "'I wanted to be dead. (laughs) "'My desire to be dead wasn't a morbid thing, "'nor, as I recall, was it a descent into the abyss "'of uh, clinical depression or serious suicidal thoughts. I hadn't experienced any childhood abuse or any such thing. I had a good life as a child, though I didn't always think so in my adolescence and 20s. But as a child, there was a weariness in my bones and of what I knew of life even then and a deep intuition that in death, there would be a mysterious, mystical joy. And if not joy, at least a respite. My desire to be old or to die never left me over the decades. I'm old now. And over the years, my world weariness and desire to die grew even deeper, even though I experienced a lot of goodness and joy in my life. He also has had a lot of intense struggles in his life um, and pain. And some, when some health issues recently arose that potentially would have given him a legitimate departure from all this pain and struggle, he remembered that I have a wife children, parents, grandchildren in a church community that I have learned to love more than myself and more than death. He concluded, our birth and burial are the parentheses within which we live in the flesh as God did and learn to love as God loves. I still have classes to take before my graduation. So as the Facebook meme says, if I had known I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. But here I am still, and by God's grace, here I will remain until I have learned to love God and let his, until I have learned to love and God lets his servant depart in peace. Now, I may be misfiring here today, describing something that no one here ever feels, in which case, I truly thank God that your delight in the blessings of this world and your comparative lack of suffering allow that for you. Seriously, truly, I'm not saying that with my tongue in my cheek. But for many of us, I suspect, um, we experience both perspectives, and that sometimes, like St. Paul, we're torn. Thankfully, the lectionary passages today give us some direction to help us navigate these dual feelings. The end is near, says St. Peter at the beginning of today's epistle passage. Actually, in our translation today, it's the end of all things is at hand. It's basically the same thing, isn't it? Or is it? What does he mean, the end? Is he saying that the world is about to end and Jesus is going to return for the final judgment and the cosmos will dissolve in fire? The English word end is kind of funny because it can mean just a cessation of something to, to end. But it can mean also a final purpose, as in the phrase, the means to an end. It's in that sense, an end as uh, the, the final purpose that St. Peter is using the word and the Greek that he's using is sort of similar to our English end in that it can be used in different ways. But most often the word he uses telos, um, which is the word translated to end is according to the Strong's concordance. The definition is a consummation, the end goal or purpose such as closure with all of its results. It's the same word Jesus uses on the cross in verb form, tetelestai, it is accomplished. So not merely ended because it's just simply not continuing, but ended because it has reached its fulfillment, its final purpose, its reason for being at all. And what is the reason for being the final purpose of all things? Well, as St. Peter concludes in the epistle reading today, it's so that God can be glorified in all things. C.S. Lewis in his letters to Malcolm, wrote, But the whole point of creation surely is that God was not content to be all. He intends to be all in all. And the reason St. Peter says that the end is at hand, uh, that is to be within reach, like right here, you know, in other words, is because Christ has ascended into heaven after his victory over death and has taken his seat as the ruler over all creation. He has dethroned all the other little spiritual rulers who had set up for themselves little kingdoms within this world and overthrown the powers and the principalities with his resurrection and ascension. God had endured the folly of men and of fallen angels for ages, but now the project of becoming all in all is begun in earnest. The victory has already been guaranteed. Christ defeated death. The victory is his. The victory is ours. But now we pursue the enemy as after David defeated Goliath and the Philistines fled in fear, the Israelite army pursued the Philistines as far as the entrance of the valley into the gates of Ekron, and the wounded of the Philistines fell along the road to Shaarim, even as far as Gath and Ekron. See, we have the dignity to fight in the Lord's army, to defeat evil through the our imitation of Christ's love and self-sacrifice. And yes, that means that suffering will be involved for us here. Otherwise, we couldn't follow Christ on his path. And his path is the only path to the salvation of our souls and bodies. This is an opportunity for us, a chance for us to be like Christ, to extend and, in a sense, complete his work. "'Now I rejoice in my sufferings for your sake,' says St. Paul." and in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's afflictions for the sake of his body, that is the church. What's lacking in Christ's afflictions and his suffering? I thought he said it was accomplished. Well, it is accomplished as far as his his giant slaying work goes, but he leaves the little Philistines for us to help him mop up so that we can learn to be like him, or what's even more, that we might actually participate in his own work and victory. All that's left of Christ's afflictions is that we participate in them. That's why he left us here in the world for a while. In our communion proper from John 17, Jesus prays to his Father, I pray thee not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from evil. He prays not that we come with him immediately and follow after him where he goes with him, but rather that we walk the path that he has set before us here, avoiding evil, and growing in our likeness to him. But he doesn't leave us comfortless or ill-equipped for this. He does send his Holy Spirit from the Father, which we will celebrate next Sunday, and earnestly pray for a renewal of that this week until we get to Sunday. Our collect for the day sums it all up. O God, the King of glory, who has exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph, Unto Thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech Thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither Christ our Saviour is gone before, who liveth and reigneth with Thee and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Talks at Advent, homilies and reflections given at the Church of the Advent, a Western Rite Orthodox mission in Atlanta, Georgia.